Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies and TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. This is Josephine. This is Edward. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about Voltron, Legendary Defender Season 3. That, that is the, the subtitle, like Legendary Defender? I, yeah, I think it's, yeah, Legendary yeah. Defender. Legendary or Defender. Defender of the Universe, I forgot which one. From Netflix! Yay, the Netflix one. Yeah. Yay! So I know, I, I'm aware that we did not do a Season 2 episode, but if you listen to this episode, you probably saw Season 2, so yeah. Yeah, and my review for Season 2 is just basically... Just re-listen to season one because I think it's about the same, the same quality and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I, I thought season two I was. Totally an, agree. I thought season two was an improvement to season one. Season one had a lot of what I would call filler episodes, mm-hmm. and season two was like completely embracing the serialization of the story. And then season three, for sure, all serialized stuff. So yeah. yeah. And I love season three. I think season three is the best season. I think they really took a step up. Mm-hmm. I like. I first of all, I really, really like the villain. They really stepped it up with the villain and stuff like that. He's, he's just not just an arbitrary kind of bad guy going for like world domination. He actually has schemes, he has plans, he has a vision and stuff like that. And I love his uh, henchmen, hench ladies, I guess. The I I love yeah, all that. hench women. Yeah, they're they're all women. I think they're all women, right? Even the blind uh, well, assassin generals, one. Generals, to be it's, exact. Yeah, it's generals. Oh, okay. Yeah, my whole thing about season two was that it like season one, like you guys were saying is that the main bad guy was kind of like not really a character. He was just there, you know, yeah. as the bad guy. While, uh, while the season three, Lothar was, is part of the story. Josephine, go ahead. That's the problem that most of these, um, not just TV shows, but movies as well that they have, where the villain is just some faceless guy who's like, I'm here for world domination, and here's my army of millions and indisposable indisposable disposable uh minions who do all my shit and then they all just die in a big pillar of light and that's it so that's why like you guys said earlier this season they actually flushed out the villains and like made them more you know two to three oh my god five dimensional and um, (laughs) made them have personalities so you don't know yeah and like lotor isn't just like i'm just trying to take over the world like he actually seems like a genuinely nice guy i mean he's a little ruthless (laughs) But he actually wants his uh, whoever he's capturing to actually have a life. I'm not sure if I would call Lothar a nice guy. Uh, Edward, is that how you would describe him too? I would disagree. I would disagree slightly with what Joseph was saying. I think he definitely is not as cold as his father uh, because he doesn't want to kill his subjects. But at the same time, he definitely is manipulating them. I mean, he even has one of his general, the one with no face, the cat who is pretty much a mind controller. So they get the way they want through coercion and force. I mean, they may not go so far like on um, killing, but I think it's just a different tactics. Like his father, Zarkon, is much more like, he's more of the brute force, while Lotor is more elegant, but that doesn't make mm-hmm. him any less more evil. But don't forget, he got exiled for a reason. Um, so we still don't know why or how he got exiled and so that's why i guess i'm chalking it up to him being a good guy ish but also edward pointed out as we were watching the show that they actually flushed out his generals as well right they weren't just they have names they each have distinct characteristics that make them stand apart from everybody else so by doing that like 
it doesn't seem like most shows do that to the for the villains unless they're gonna like maybe team up with the good guys later somehow. I would add on to that. It's not just that they flesh up because I've seen plenty of things where they do flesh out villains, but they are clearly the villains. But what makes this especially for his generals is that it has a similar vibe, and it's no coincidence because it's the same people produce uh, Korra and Last Airbender that the generals remind me of kind of like the characters from the Fire Nation, the the women who were um, May's friends. Oh, Azula. Azula's friends. And so they had, they were funny, they were goofy, they were quirky. So you normally don't do that for characters that, you know, are just uh, playing evil or just, you know, they're not good people. So there's a part of me thinking that maybe one of them or maybe all of these generals, even Lotar himself, may turn to be supporters of Voltron later on. That remains to be seen. This might, we might have a plot twist, or not a plot twist, just, you know, that they actually are evil this whole time. But a part of me thinks the four, especially the one who looks the most humanoid, uh, the one who has the, um... The bangs. The bangs. <laughs> like, there's a part of me in just when we talked that, that he, that she is Keith's mother. Oh. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm going to bench on that, that she is Keith's mother. Mm-hmm. Wait, each. Isn't she like the same age as Keith? And she's the same one that he met in season yeah. two, right? They definitely have some sort of relationship. Was this, it yes. was, yeah. yeah, or maybe, yeah, maybe they'll have um, three-quarter Gaura babies. I don't know. Like a romantic <laughs> relationship. Yeah. Right, right. To become the yeah. mother of his children. <laughs> and just going back to the father uh, being the villain, what, what I didn't like about the father was like, he, it seemed like he had no real arc in terms of he, he by the time you pick up the series he's already dominated the universe universe for like what ten thousand years so it seemed like he already got shit done you know what i mean there was no real drive of course he wants his voltrons back i guess but it seems like once you have a, a kingdom for like ten thousand years you're kind of like it's kind of it's a it's not as interesting as a guy striving for something you know what i mean at least uh lotor it seems like he has a different goal obviously for power and all that stuff but at least he's going he's going towards something you know what i mean it's not like his father you know uh, Which is yeah, much more interesting. That is our main criticism with season one and two, is that the villains are not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, and that's why season three is the best out of the three. Which begs the question, why only seven episodes? Did anybody do the research on that? They they cut it again. Oh, oh go ahead. Yeah, it's like what um, John Ming is saying, is they cut it. And yeah. it's technically because season four, quote unquote, let's call that season four in the loosest of terms, is mm-hmm. coming out in two months. Yeah, it's only like, two months. No show is like really... It's not full season, so yeah. it's like Edward. He was saying season three. It should be called season three, part one, and yeah. season four should be season three, part two. Yeah, agreed. And, and also, according to Wikipedia, when they initially ordered the series, it's about sixty, seventy episodes. So they're going to do sixty or seventy episodes. So you know, so the way they divide the the, the season is kind of arbitrary. It's just kind of weird. I, I don't get it. Well, they're yeah. going to do like ten seasons if they want to do seventy episodes. Yeah. When they're going to divide it by like seven. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what? Kind of, just going, uh, just like individual episodes are just the the standalone episode, just much better. You know, I love the reality. I mean, the different uh, universe, the the Star Trek thing, where you go to a different uh, universe, you you see mirror images of people you already know. I love the fact that the that the asteroid, uh, what do you call it, asteroid episode, all that stuff works really well in the season. It, uh, they're well written, they're well animated, obviously, and it's really good stuff. Plus, Ven. They showed Sven. Sven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, you guys saw the original cartoon, right? Anybody? No. What's wrong with Sven? Sorry, p- pick it up. Sven was the in the alternate reality. He was the Swedish guy. Oh, is that what it is? Sven is the guy from the oh. original Voltron cartoon. Okay. He's the one who dies. Who dies? Yeah, he's the one who dies. And that's why Princess Alora took over Voltron. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lion, because Sven died. 
But he had a weird accent in the original. That's, yeah, that's, oh, okay, that's, it's like a pure callback. I'm like, hey, that, that looks like Sven. It all looks Sven. It's Sven. Yeah, and I, I, I just, uh, I liked all these episodes. I mean, all of them worked at, worked, moved at a pretty good pace. They, they did the thing where, what do you call it? They didn't really develop the Voltron characters, the individual patterns. And I like that because they're, they're not as interesting as the villain and the scheming and the action stuff. You know what I mean? So I like all that stuff. It's, all, it's, a, very good, it's a very good season. Um, I especially like the last episode of this season where they really went yes. into the backstory of Zarkon and Hagar uh-huh. and seeing how they became where they are now. And I think that was the episode we really needed because before then they were, as we criticized, like they were just some villains that yeah. wanted to take over the world or in this case, they already have taken a world or universe at this point. But with this, it, it, I wouldn't say it made them sympathetic, but mm-hmm. it definitely, provided some sort of justification or just right. some sort of like a, a more a reasoning to like you know how they became this way so now the question then becomes whatever took over them like technically both of them died so mm-hmm. when that thing took over them is it still them or is it some sort of like entity they're zombie um quintessence apparently exactly right. and, and also, also the other question i have is does that mean motor right was yeah. born before yeah. and is He's like also like his parents, ten thousand years old. Or is he a zombie baby? Or was he made out of like their DNA and he was a test tube baby? Or yeah, that's that's questions. Weird. Yeah, there's still more questions because I got the, I had the same questions. Like, wait, is Lotor their kid then? Because I think the only reason why they're still alive for the ten thousand years is because of the quintessence and the, the zombies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But does that mean they they had Lotor after they became zombies? I, I, you know what I mean? Or is it a, maybe it's even a fair? Or I don't know what's going on. What's going but, on right here? Yeah, but then it doesn't. Um, it doesn't seem like they remembered that they had a kid yeah. or anything because right. at the end when Hagar she was like, "Oh, you saved me. You brought me back to yeah. life, my mm-hmm. dear." And it was like, "Oh, you for ten thousand years you were not aware you were married to him at one point yeah. and that you were also Altaian." <laughs> So that part was a little confusing for me as well. I guess she never read his mind until that point, 10,000 years later. It does seem like they have to flesh out certain things. But I do like the episode a lot. Because it make, like you said, it doesn't make them sympathetic. But it makes makes their origin more tragic. You know what I mean? It They did it for, I guess, love and the power. They just got things that carried away. And they were bro- the, the, the five original Voltrons, they were brother. So it's kind of tragic. It's almost Shakespearean a little bit. Brother versus brother at the end. All that stuff. is that, That's a really good episode. This is the reason why I think it's going to be flipped. Uh, uh, Zarkon and Hagar are going to end up becoming good again. And then Lothar is going to end up becoming the real bad guy. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's my guess. You think happen. the zombie juice is going to leave the body at some point? Yeah. You yeah, have the exorcism and, and stuff? And they die, wouldn't they? Because no <laughs> more zombies. 10,000 years. <laughs> oh, we're secretly disintegrate forever. I mean, things could get a little bit weirder as they move ahead. Because they now they've introduced different universes, right? So they can keep playing that card. It's almost realities. like Star- different realities. So they can keep they can play that uh, that Star Trek card where you know different versions of the same character come up comes up in uh, in different episodes. And stuff I, like I gotta that. say I like the fact that they actually took advantage of Slav's thing about oh in this reality I could do this and this and they actually made it a plot line in the show. So I kind of did like that. Yeah, I like it. I, I they, the writing really really improved and stuff like that. Uh, Jamming, you mentioned how you didn't like, or you were glad that they didn't focus on the paladins themselves yes. this time. Um, I kind of agree, but also we had two seasons for them to do all that shit, and that's yep. probably why the first two seasons were so messy. And, and like, they didn't accomplish all over anything. the place. <laughs> they, 
My the problems I had with the Paladins the first two seasons is the same problem I still have with the fact the fat character is just a fat character. He's still lazy. He doesn't want to do anything. He's not really into this. I guess you know what I mean. The uh, the boy girl character can't find his brother. It's like you know. speaking of Paladin, like, should we address the whole thing with Shiro? Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Oh well, no, I was gonna say um at least but in this season though you do they focus more on Lance. Uh, Keith, Keith and Shiro. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so mainly Keith being a little dumbass and like, you know, I used to love him, I mean, I still do, but then throughout this whole, like, every episode that I was going through, you're just like, Keith, you're such an asshole right now, like, <laughs> oh my god, you are the you are the worst Voltron leader, you know, and then Lance was actually being the voice of reason for once, and you're sitting there like, what is happening? So, if anything, because they focused more on those two, and then once Shiro came in and, like, threw him in the mix, I thought that actually worked better. But yeah. Pidge and Hunk were definitely kind of, like, sidelined. Yeah. yeah. I think it was very brave of the show to show that Keith is actually pretty incompetent as a leader because mm-hmm. we expected him to pretty much take over Shiro and pretty much be Shiro. And he wasn't. And I'm like, what the heck are you thinking? Like, how are they following this guy? This is not the leader that they're supposed to have. But I guess makes it a little bit more interesting, I suppose. Yeah, I like the Shiro story, like, just continuing as far as, like, is he, like, a double agent? Is he a triple agent? Is he, like, uh, what do you call it? Is he being hypnotized? Or what's what's his deal? I like all that stuff. Honestly, I think he's a clone. Yeah. Right? And, part, so, yeah. and just just because of the little bits where they go, like, Project Kuron. Yeah. Like, he, like, oh, it's a clone in Japanese now? Kuron. <laughs> That's what it seems like Oh, yeah, like and also just when... When whenever he left, they're like, "Oh, continue." And then his arm. I love how before when they would always be like, "Who's the traitor?" I'm like, "Well, it's obviously Shiro. He's the only one who's got a Galra freaking made arm and like can access all their shit." And yet no one ever doubts him. They're always like, "Shiro is great." I think the clone idea is a very good one because it's like, yeah, they let him off very easily. So yeah. it's like from a huge, from a giant Galra spaceship, and they just let him off. So he, it definitely looks like he's an experiment, whether it's yeah. clone or whether it is Shiro. But they did something. To or him. he has something like implanted in him, right. so they can always follow wherever the Voltron people are going. Yeah. Now, now my, my problem with my theory of him being a clone is that how did the Black Lion detect him then? If he's not the real Shiro, right? Yeah, so that's why it's like he's probably the real Shiro. It's just he's got shit in him, and then they can like tap in whenever they want and be like, "Kill everybody!" Rah! But at some that's point, but at some point, if he's being being ex- experimented on. Wouldn't that experiment be acknowledged at some point by the people that that's that you know the 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 uh, the bosses you know what Gara? I mean the yeah the season the four season four you season know what four. I mean? shouldn't somebody season give them four. an update say hey man the guy we we the guy ran off again he's back with Voltron if you want to follow him and stuff like that you know at some point it would get to the the king Zorkon. What did you guys think about all the paladins switching their colors? <laughs> like, not just Keith getting black, but obviously then Lance and then Allura yeah. becoming, and just the whole switching thing. I actually, re- uh, refresh my memory. Is Keith still wearing red, even yes. though he's in the black line? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. their outfits are all the same, but their weapons have changed colors. And then, of course, Allura's outfit is just straight up pink. And you're like, there was technically no pink line. Why is yeah. your outfit pink? That's a callback to the original series. Yeah. And she also. No, I understand, yeah. but then it doesn't make sense that their weapons changed colors, but their but outfits are so. But yeah, yeah. So I, I confusing. I do like the BS answer that she gave. Oh, this is the color for those yeah. who have fallen. I'm like, oh, great answer, guys. Great I answer. would just. Yeah, I would, yeah. Breast cancer awareness. I, I would like a sarcastic comeback by one of the guys who was like, you know what? I want to be color coordinated. I want everything to match. I don't want to be confused. If I'm a red line, I'm going to wear red. Okay, that's all I'm going to do. If you're going to do blue, you wear all blue, man. Come on, man. 
Let's try yeah, and match. Mention something, or like the weapons didn't change colors, but it just looks weird because Lance is wearing a blue outfit and he's, his gun is visibly red, and you're yeah. just like, what? Well, it obviously has to be a, a director's choice because the obvious thing would be to just give them the proper color for their proper lions. So there's got to be a reason for this. But I do like the fact that the princess finally has has her lion. She's kind of yeah. involved. It changes the dynamics a little bit. I like the fact that uh, Shiro is now like kind of like the in her position where she's in the ship and all, and she's kind of coordinate. He's coordinating everything. So she's I also like she's also less racist in this season, so that's good too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, less racist. Yeah, because oh, yeah. she was pretty racist towards Keith. Yeah. The last season. Except she can transform into a Garl as well. So you're like, uh, that doesn't what? That's just disguises. Yeah, but still, she's being the enemy. <laughs> Polyjuice mm-hmm. potion. Yeah. I like I like the season. Yeah, exactly. It's a really nice step forward and stuff like that. It's really good. It, it, it makes I, it more interesting. The, yeah, the, the, definitely more we're interesting. We're not just focusing on the Paladins. It's actually, we're also focusing on Lotor's team. So it's it just keeps things interesting. And I, I love Lotor's team, man. I really do like them more than the Voltron team, man. They, 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 to me, they, they, they have more, uh, they're more alive. They're more interesting and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I agree. Even though they yeah. fit the classic tropes of the big buff. It's female. Exactly. Well, yeah. It's just, it's just interesting. It's just more interesting and stuff like that. It just, it just it works better that way. I don't know. Personally, for me, I, I, I'm I team like, Lotor, is what I'm I like the say. whole Pidge and Hunk dynamic. I, st- uh, I honestly don't really care too much about the whole Keith, Lance, and, well, I care about Shiro. But the Keaton Lansing, the, the Keaton Lansing kind of seems very like I've been I've seen that I've done you know it's been done before. It's like it doesn't really interest me as much. But whenever Pidge does the stuff with technology stuff, and I kind of I kind of like that. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Here's the the fandom shipping coming in. But you're saying Lance and Keith, right? Does anyone else sense the whole Keith yeah. impossible hero thing? Because and at first I'm like, oh, that would be really cool, but what are the chances? But then Edward's like, hey, don't forget, they did do Korra. And I'm like, oh my god. Because, I mean, it feels like there's so much, you could say bro love, but it was like, this feels very sexual to me. No, I, I feel like, <laughs> it, okay, this is where not just me, a hopeful wish of thing. It really did look like it's amping up. Like, yes. they're, they're, they're getting really close, and they're like, I need you. Yes, I need you. Oh, yeah, and, and this. He's like, oh, Shiro's gone and none of you care. When? I'm like, oh, oh my God, he loves him. <laughs> he loves him so much. And if it and because it's a Netflix show, then they can do things that, yeah. you know, they can get away with. Like maybe they do become get into relationships, something they wouldn't be able to explicitly do in like a Nickelodeon show. But they can certainly do that in a Netflix show. If I was a betting man, I would say that's. They're, unlike uh, the Avatar thing, where they saved it to the, for the very end scene, I think, where they come come out and do it. I think they'll do it before that. I think I think they do come out as gay before the end. Not only that, not only that, but but I think so. I mean, spoilers for spoilers. Well, it's not just us. I mean, yeah. It's just I mean, like I mean, yeah. spoilers for Korra. I mean, even that one, they, they didn't really go all the way. They sure. just hinted, and then they yeah. got, the guy had to say it after the fact. Wait, this one, it? you're right. They, did, they could yeah. totally well, just hold hands in that one. Did they hold hands and kiss? Or they just no, hold they, hand? hold, they held hands. They cut. just held hands and yeah. they walked into the spirit world. Right. Yeah. I think these people, are, the people that are behind are smart enough. They realize, you know what? We're at a different place. I mean, people are more uh, progressive, hopefully, and stuff like that. Let's just sort of go all the way with it. The, my, the, the, only, the only thing that, that worries, worries me, the only thing that, that kind of ruins that theory is the fact that, uh, like, I, like I was saying, they're introducing Keith a romantic love interest with the other member of Lotor team. Mm-hmm. If yeah. that's a thing... It can be a love triangle. Love I'm triangle. Totally fine with that. And there are bisexual people, Albert. I don't know if you know this, but there are bisexual people. So he could go both yeah, ways, man. Keith parties both ways. alien races that we're speaking of, so oh, we yeah. don't really know if they go by our society's standards. Yes. But you know, but speaking of shipping, I'm surprised that they haven't shipped 
Pidge been anybody yet? Yeah, because he's a nothing character. He, she, <laughs> she, it's a she. Either way, he's a, he or she is not. A, a, she's she's shipped with the computer. Yeah. You know, she's like she her love her first and true love is like the internet. Or maybe she's going to do some sort of Cersei and um, Jamie thing where yeah. she finds her brother and they're like, oh, we secretly have been in love yeah. this whole time. Oh my God. Honestly, I have just no interest in Pidge and whatever the fat guy's name is. Oh, just, come on. There's no interest in it. I, I like Pidge and Hunk. Oh, I have no interest. There's no nothing interesting about him and stuff like that. When do we eat? Oh, when you're is just, this over? You're just over. being fattest. Stop it. Stop it. Fattest. Yeah. He's the, he's the comedic relief. Well, he should be more funny. Funnier. I, I find him funny. Stop it. Stop it. I find Pidge funny too. No. Stop. Oh my god. How did you see? Okay. There was that scene. It was very small, but. That part where it opens up and you see Hunk's butt jiggling and then he's like humming a song. Do you remember that part? I actually do not remember this I part. Don't, I don't remember Wait, part. what? I don't oh remember. my god. Well, I remember this part because once I caught attention and I told Josephine about it, she rewinded that part about eight times. So we watched that part of Hunk jiggling his fat ass into the air eight times. I think nice. it was more than eight. I think we reached the double digit numbers, but it was very entertaining to watch. Was it this, it was was so this season? Big. Season three? It is a big ass. <laughs> Wait, it, it was season three that this happened? Yeah, it yeah. was season three. It was like, it was just one of the, it was, if you oh, weren't yeah. paying attention, you it wouldn't was, notice it. It was the it. rats, it was the mouse. No, yeah. the they mice, were fixing. They were fixing the ship because they're like, hey, we're not able to do something. And Hunk's like, oh, I got it. I'll go do it. And then he's like leaning into this hole, but he can't actually physically reach it. So the rats were doing it. And oh. he's like, hey, man, thanks. Hope. Okay. But then right before he says that, you see, because he's bent over and his butt, they literally drew it going from one butt cheek to the next. like, And it was just shaking. It's like a few <laughs> seconds. Yeah. And he like is humming a thing. He's like, do, 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 do. And then so we, I rewound it a bunch of times because I was like, wow, that's some big That's ass. a big butt. <laughs> nice. So, so, so that was their version of fat humor, like yeah. what Jamming saying. Yeah. I, no, I don't even think it was bad humor. I was, was like, no, no, they actually made it like extra large. It was a chiseled big butt. It wasn't like, like actual hunk size butt. It was like they made it larger than life to make it a joke. Nice. That's like, that's a powerful ass. Yeah. <laughs> Classic butt humor. Anyways, <laughs> you guys should go back and watch that part again if you can find it. Let me see. Yeah. What else did we like about this uh, season? What else was there? It was, this, the only thing is, it is just like seven episodes. So there, there's not that much yes. territory. To, yeah, there's not that oh, much. Oh, no, but that's, that's good. Yeah. I, I, I feel like um, the previous seasons, because they had more episodes, they were like, let's fill it up with garbage. And this one was like, okay, since we're trying to you know, condense it, but not really because mm-hmm. we're releasing another season in two months, um, we're going to try to be better about filling it in with actual useful information. Also, refresh your memory, but the, uh, the the person in the outpost that was the guy that Lothar fought in the Colosseum, right? Yes, I, wa- I want to say yes. I want to say yes. That oh. was exact. That was him, and he like he was trying to take his position seriously, but then they went and attacked his shit anyways. Oh, and I also want to mention Lothar's ship, and also the one they made from the comet. Those are really nice designs. They're really cool. They're really interesting. The, the Lo- way- Lothar's ship looks like it's gonna be a part of a robot. Yeah. I think that's what they're going oh, yeah, towards, right? Yeah, because it can change yeah. trajectory like at yeah. any point in time and just flip around. And it reminds me of what other ship have we was it in Star Wars or something? Yeah. Or am I just getting mixed up with some other know. ship I've seen? Well, we can sci-fi. definitely know that it, it's as as of this moment, it is a faster ship than Voltron. Right. Like it can go, it can Voltron was made at least ten thousand years ago. Okay, right. So they had time to improve their stuff. Yeah, it seems like the the ship that he had towards the end, the bigger ship, the one they made out of the comet. That's just a bigger version of his uh, personal ship, right? 
And it does, that ship does seem like it's going to be eventually be part of a giant robot that fights Voltron, right? Mm. So, looks good. I like all that stuff. Well, the design is really cool. Well, since we are at the ship episode, uh, theories on why Lothor is attacking Galra himself? This uh, has to do with the whole exiling, yeah. I think. It yeah. all ties in, because then he doesn't see the same views as his father, but we don't know what... And it could also just be a classic Shakespearean, like, the son wanting to take over the father... Kind of like uh, King Lear, the whole, like, mm-hmm. uh, I want the kingdom, I want all that. So it could be as simple as that, or it could be something as more complex as, like, I don't approve of what my father does, blah, blah, blah. But once again, we only we don't have much to go. We only have seven episodes right. to go on. So if anything, they left a tantalizing, you know, you know little tidbit to for us to chew on. But we can only just provide theories at this point. Yeah, my theory is like since since Lothor knows that Hagar is spying on them and doesn't really trust Lothor, and partly because of the whole exile thing, they are probably Lothor is probably planning like a backup plan just in case the Galra Empire turns on him. That's probably what it is. Sure. You don't have a theory about that, Jamming? No, like I said, it's only seven episodes. I really didn't formulate that much of an opinion. I, I just take kind of like their words for it. You know what I mean? He's getting, he's getting ready to jump across your realities, gain more of this ore for a master plan. And then now that his father's awake, it could be like a three-way fight for the for the throne and stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? So True. And it might, might be a thing where uh, two parties might join each other to fight one party. You know what I mean? The father might join Voltron. Voltron might join the son to fight the father. I think that's maybe what they're going for too. Yeah. And like I said, the fact that they can jump uh, to different real uh, not different reality, different uh, universes, parallel universes, it's a real game changer and stuff like that. I don't think that was ever in the original uh, uh, Voltron, right? No, it wasn't. There was so, there was no alternate reality. Stuff. So to me, this tells me they want to be more uh, sci-fi. You know what I mean? More Star Trekky and stuff like that. So that's I wanted cool. them to bring back Sven. Uh, right. <laughs> they did. They brought him back. No, I mean like like and then bring him back again in another. Episode. Well, you do like oh, Swedish God. men, so I, I get that. Cause it seems like it seems like the Alteans from the other reality is gonna make a comeback in a future episode. It seems like that story hasn't ended yet. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that episode really good because they they showed that Alteans being dicks and stuff like that, which is really cool. I, I like that. I I love it when you go to different uh, re, uh dimensions or parallel universes and you have mirror images and re- reverses of yourself. It's classic stuff. It's good stuff. That's always interesting. Exactly. Yeah. So good. Thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Uh, Edward thinks the animation got better this uh, season. I feel like it did. Uh, at least for certain parts anyways. And he was like, dang, everything's just like getting better and better. Ow. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really pretty. I really liked it. Yeah, it's really solid. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you guys are cosplaying a show that has improved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do I? Oh, yeah, I know. It's like unlike my Iron Fist outfit, which we're never going to wear again yeah. because we're so ashamed. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those series that's that's really, I really, I really thought it took a really big step forward of this season. It, they're really they're really getting better. And stuff but like, like I that. said, I had faith in the creators because they were behind Korra and, and Avatar as well. So mm-hmm. it's like I had I have faith that it was going to improve anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now they just have to um, kill off Pidge and, and Hunk and then we'll be all set, guys. I like Pidge and Hunk. <laughs> No, you need them because if you don't have them, then you're gonna have somebody else to hate on. It's like in Community, whenever they would get rid of someone, and they'd be like, "Who are we gonna oh, hate Chase, on that?" Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like, "Oh, somebody else will always fill that spot." <laughs> and then, so, you know, if you don't like those two, like, who else are you gonna hate on? Oh, the, the one, the one thing. Going back to the original Voltron series, the one thing that I'm curious to see if this show, the series, will do, is that in the original one, Lothor was kind of like a playboy character and always tried to woo. Uh, the princess. 
So they haven't done oh. the yet. And Pidge, maybe? And Pidge, maybe. That'll be funny. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, throughout the whole seventh episode, like, I wonder if they're going to go the direction. They haven't gone there yet, but season four still exists. So maybe they'll finally introduce Well, he has it. never met. He has not met Alora. Yeah, so. not yet. Yeah. No. Oh, I thought they're fighting. Not, okay, never mind. Yeah, he, yeah, but he's never actually in face met her. Oh, right. the one thing I wish that they tried was when they were all trying out the dragons to see who can pull the sword out the stone. Nobody gave Koran a chance, even though he oh, said, yeah. I want a chance, and then he never did it. I wanted to see him wear his <laughs> ridiculous outfit, jump in there and do all his stupid shit, and then nothing happened. But then he was just kind of like, oh, well. So that's what I hope for season four. Like, they gave Alora a chance, and it showed how badass she was, especially with that weapon that she has. She has, like, a weapon. I want to see Koran given that chance. And yes, I know he's the comic relief more so than anyone in the entire show. True, true. But... I, I just want to root for that guy. I'm like, I th- he's kind of like the anchor to this entire ship. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one that's, like, driving the ship because he knows how to. Right. So, like, I want him to have more of an active role and a participation in this. So that's what I hope for season four. I do like the the whole thing, the very first episode of season four, season three, where you see season him, four. like, Holy re- shit. Reverting, reverting age. That was a pretty funny gag. Oh my god, yes. That scene no, that was, re- was... You mean season yeah. two, right? Yeah, season no, season... Two. Oh, that was season yeah, two. That's season two. Ah, and I was like, yeah, what are you talking right. about? None of us watched that well, this to... season. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did binge season yes. two and three in one weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, you did. So, <laughs> okay. Season two, people, not season three. That whole crazy time that thing. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me how Allura... She was the same age. Right, she never time. changed. She so never I changed. Never, yeah. I didn't know how that worked. It could be a magic yeah. thing because she was controlling the magic of the wormhole. Maybe she was in the Whatever. the plate class. No, nah, she wasn't class, protected. You know she mean? was. Out, and, it was exposed. And, and the red light was out there, and she was in there. The Superman yeah, two reference. Why Koran ah. changed into a child? I think they did try to explain it. So, so, no, I don't think, I think they, 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 they never did. did. No, they never. They did. just explained it for Koran, and then the rats were also changing. They yeah. kept changing into different animals That's and then right. mm-hmm. the ship itself also never changed because i thought it would maybe show the ship being unbuilt or something <laughs> somehow it's like a wooden ship at one point like, what yeah hell? exactly and it's like oh it's just a tree now <laughs> shit but then oh, it was just koran and the rats oh. changing okay Time well travel, since, since i reverted this back to season two seriously. and on that note thanks for listening yeah big thumbs up guys my name is albert you can find me on twitter and instagram at albert5x5 you can find me on my non-spoiler movie review blog the i saw the movie blog on the my comic strip at Coco Mix Mix and the other podcast spoilers no that's this one <laughs> the, other, the other podcast the Stuff and Junk show where me and Jamin talk about how there are too many streaming services now mm. especially since uh, Disney announced they're going to have their own too right on and this is Jamin you can find me on that podcast obviously and Twitter J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U uh, this is Josephine you can find me on Instagram at I nope Instagram and Facebook at SlowJoJojo and Twitter at IamJosephine and whatever other podcast Albert has us on ever sometimes on things. This is Edward. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at CinnabonMonster. Uh, all this information will be in the show notes. So I know, I think, I think John Ming was actually the only one who said their stuff correctly. Oh, and Edward too. So just me and you, jo- Josephine, we, we kind of sucked at that. Yeah, what are you talking about? We said it correctly. It's, it's accurate information. It's just, you know, you're like you said, it's in the show notes. And if anyone actually cares to look, then they'll go look. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Josephine actually posts a lot on Instagram. So t- take a look at her Instagram. It's just pictures of my face. It's really boring. <laughs> you can send comments to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, uh, just visit uh, whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. 
Music has been provided by the Y-Axis, findamentalyaxis.com. All the links and show notes and all that great stuff can be found at whowhatwhereswhy.com. Uh, I was just going to say, I think this is one of the few things that we've all like, unanimously agreed upon in terms of us all liking it. And oh. whatever possible problems we have, we also kind of like, yeah, there's this and this. But yeah, overall, we're all like, yeah, thumbs up. Can't wait for season four. Yeah, season yeah 100, three, part two, 100%, 100% agree. This is a very, very good show now. And whatever problems I have, I just sort of minor. And they have like 50 more episodes to fix whatever problems I have. There's only 50, 50 more episodes <laughs> of, of Pidge and Hug. So they can fix that. Oh, my God. More Pidge and um, Hug. Maybe the first two seasons, I, I wanted to like them because of how the characters were drawn and just whatever the whole mm-hmm. you know lore was and the idea of it. But I didn't like it as much as season three. So saying that season three is the best also isn't saying much because mm-hmm. the first two were kind of all over the place. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, we didn't have a good base to build off of, but then they, they're going good. So it's, you know, obviously hopefully season four or five, whatever hundred other episodes they have, it continues to go up. doesn't go back down to season one and two. Mm-hmm. Meh. I will say this though. Season one, like, like you guys are saying for me, it, that wasn't enough for me to like jump into season two. There's a reason why I procrastinated so long to go into season two. Cause I'm like, I'm like, ah, I don't think, I don't think I have to watch it, but season two, I thought was good enough for me to watch, to want to watch season three and then season three for sure when season four comes out, I'm watching it that same weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I'm at that point now where I'm like, yep, this is a show that I'm definitely going to follow for sure. Uh, uh. You guys want to cosplay um, Voltron characters with us? <laughs> you want to you wanna be Pidge jumping? No, no. If anybody's going to be Pidge, it should be me, right? I'm the shortest one out why? of all of us. Why? Why would sh- you be Pidge? I'm the shortest one out of all of us. Because he's a boy girl. That's why. He's a boy. He's a girl. Or, or, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it could be Hunk. I, yeah, no, no, I think I could be hung too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I could be hung too, but I don't really cosplay, so yeah. Yeah, so well, there you go. Yeah, okay, they have like the easiest outfits because I was thinking of what kind of upgrades I want to make to my costumes. So I was like, oh, do I want to do brand new outfits or do we want to do like, you know, be the actual Voltron? Just kidding, that's too. Okay, that's for for the listeners' benefit, uh, you guys cosplay as Voltron paladins. Which ones are they? Oh, well, we did their casual costumes because I'm terrible with armor, but I was mm-hmm. Keith and Edward was Lance. Nice. Okay. And now, I mean, I wanted to do the Keith Blade of Marmora version, and Edward wanted to be one of the Blade of Marmora characters, but also that requires a full, like, bodysuit yeah. and armor. I was and like, oh, that's so hot. I don't yeah, know if I want to do that. So who do you, so, think, hmm? who do you think Jamming should be then? I will play Prince Zorkron or King Zorkron or Prince Zarkon. Sarkon, Prince Lord. Oh, you don't even know what you're talking about. You have to be Hunk. <laughs> oh my God. I'll be Hunk. Yeah. I'll start eating now. I have glasses. I can be Pidge. I don't know. Oh, that's why you want to be. We're all wearing glasses right now, aren't we? Yeah, but you made your choices already. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad no one's choosing Shiro because he's gone from the team, apparently. Uh, but yeah, no, we want to make add-ons. Well, at least I want to. It's just... The idea of it, I have to build because it's not actual clothing. I want to build a structure to put around us, which is going to be very interesting. Um, but if it ever comes to fruition, I will definitely tell you guys uh, or show you pictures, whatever. Right on. Okay. Oh, before we end this episode, I forgot to mention: um, if Shiro that they have right now is a clone, what happened to the original Shiro? Did, did the Black Lion just suck him up? Yeah. No, I'm. A- he, oh, he is the Black Lion, and so Keith is inside Shiro. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> what is this? Some Evo- e- e- Evangelion shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I can see that. 
getting <laughs> Evangelion references where Shin- no! Shinji's mother no! is in e- the evil yeah. the whole See, fucking time? I'm making it sexual, okay? Yeah. Keep this in, Shiro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Evangelion did, too. Yeah, that was yeah. fucked up e- as well. Either the original Shiro is dead, or they're holding him, the original, as a captive, so they can use that same, the original body to clone. Or Shiro's spirit went into Zarkon. There you go. Uh-uh. Just, oh. And then Zarkon and Keith get together? Hmm. Oh, that's that is there a possibility. Go. Oh, and then but 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 the clone, if it's a clone, seems to like Keith a lot, right? And then and then Keith will be like, Oh, I don't know who to love and then <laughs> and then he'll love him and he'll be like, even if you are the shell of And the then old Zarkon's friend, like what? But I'm I'm Shiro. This is turning into a weird territory. Yeah, fanfic, weird man, one. fanfic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this has been another episode of Spoilers Please, which is part of the Who What Worse Why Network.